a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you recognize this sound? This is Pong, the first video game. Ping pong on a black and white screen. A game that is ancient, a game that is boring, and a game that is so simple scientists taught a Petri dish full of brain cells to play it. Let me repeat that because it sounds so ridiculous. They taught a dish full of living brain cells how to play Pong. It was part of a research project about the human brain and how it works differently than a computer. They plopped 800,000 brain cells into a glass dish, and the cells gradually learned this is the ball, this is the paddle, here's how you play. The details? The brain cells were grown on a silicon chip in a bath of nutrients. That chip would send electrical signals to the brain cells and transmit them from the brain cells, which the researchers named Dish Brain. To help it learn when it got something right, the reward was a sweet electrical signal. When the cells got something wrong, they got white noise. But alas, Dish Brain never got that good at Pong because 800,000 cells is about the number you'd find in a cockroach. The scientists theorize if you make the brain network bigger, it'd get better at the game, which indicates our computers might someday be made of humming and thrumming human brain cells. Jeff Kaplan's Minute of News, only on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.